Welcome to the Springs Break. Roll another one, cause I'm winning. In my photo, looking real photogenic. Gentlemen attire in threads that won't expire. I'm in the class of my own, my teacher got fired. People love you on podcasts, so fuck it, you know? No, I mean, dude, it's, it's amazing yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, for sure. It's it's good all around. So, all right, let's get to it. I've been recording, but whatever. I'll just cut it up. Everybody, welcome back to the Growth Complex podcast. You know what it means. It means growth mindset. That's why we're here. I'm really excited about this one because um, this this guy takes me back to almost a year ago now, where I was at a place where. I was looking for some growth, looking for some kind of answer to some things that I was doing at the time um, and some of the things that I was trying to accomplish at the time. And um, this individual has really helped me uh, not only realize the, the power of networking and the power of investing in yourself, um, but just how important it is to you know, get knowledge from other people who have done something that you've already done. Um, and I'm talking about Elliot Drake. He was one of my first business coaches and which is super cool to me, especially when I first met him. I, I was like really taken back by, because of his age. And that's not to say that age means anything, but what, how old are you? 20, you're 21, right? Yeah, 21. Yeah. You were 20 when I met you. <laughs> I was like 21 and a half or whatever. And so as a 21 year old, um, who I, I didn't know your age at the time as a 21 year old, I was like, damn, this kid has a fucking, like, he's like grinding. He's like, he's like putting in work. He's like doing like all this crazy shit. And that's like so motivating to me. So like props to you for, for everything that you've accomplished to this point at such an early age. Um, and that most people might like think that that's like, might compare themselves to you and that might make them feel like, Oh shit. Like, and I'm, I'm like behind, but like, that's motivating to me. Cause that means that, you know, at the age that I'm at, even, even though you're younger than me, that means that I'm, I'm still so young. Right. And that shows how much potential anyone has, yeah. uh, especially at a young age. So, and especially since a lot of the people that listen to the, this podcast are, you know, ages 18 to 25, um, so I'm super excited to have you on, man. How are you? I'm doing well, Nick. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me on, dude. I'm doing well. Uh, quarantined up in the house, got the setup going, so yes. nothing's really changed. Still plugging away. Yeah. So, so, um, can you tell everybody like what you're up to and kind of what, what, uh, connected is because yeah. connected has blown up since I met you. And like you said, when we were setting up here, I was able to get kind of an insight inside like view on like the beginning of that blow up basically. Yeah. Uh, Cause you were still doing other stuff at the time. So kind of what, what is it and in, in how do you get started with this? Yeah, for sure. So I'll, I'll kind of bring it back like full, full circle. So connected is uh, a lead generation software tool. So what we do is we help business owners simplify and automate their lead generation. Uh, by using our tool that works with LinkedIn. Um, and so the way we got started is, you know, we have been running a digital marketing agency. That, that's what I got started in, uh, online digital marketing. 
started in high school, like had multiple businesses. I've always just kind of been entrepreneurial. Uh, and then I had a clothing line and that clothing line failed. And I had the realization that the reason that thing failed was I, I sold it to everybody locally and all the schools around me. Uh, but then we went to a concert, lost $6,000. And the reason that it wasn't successful was because I didn't know how to market online and sell to millions of people all over the world. So my obsession with learning how to sell online came from that. So I just spent hours just learning how to run Facebook ads and just offer value to these business owners. And then landed clients realized that uh, I could do the work, but I didn't actually know how to run the business. And so leverage networks and reached out to a guy who ran a big agency it was like, Hey, I'll work for you for free. Yada, yada, yada. He ended up sending me like 130 hours of his own material, went through it. He said, you have two weeks and flying you out to Arizona going to quiz you. If you pass, then I'll be your mentor. Long story short, went out there, lived there with him for a year and a half. He took me around, traveled all over the world, got to work on enterprise brands and really showed me how to run a marketing agency. And so after being there for a year left, started my own agency. Um, you know, we were very successful with that. And then I met my business partners and through that process, we were always trying to find how can we make the same kind of transformation for our clients, but in a way that uh, is more affordable, uh, more effective, and then also from our end, we can scale. And so that's when we started dabbling and building software solutions. We built multiple, uh, but Connected was the one that actually started to blow up. Um, and yeah, so like in this last year, we've been around, had Connected for the last kind of two years. And then this year, we've really made the big push and stopped with the traditional marketing on full-time in the connected uh the way nick and i got um <clears throat> acquainted is i had my own landclients.com which at the time it's still around but that program was to help other individuals run a marketing agency but with the growth of connected and how fast like now we're just full throttle connected is our main focus so that's kind of full spectrum yeah story. that was a very uh quick synopsis but kind of puts it into into a uh, bird's eye view um you said something about the, the the mentor that you had um and i know that a lot of people think a lot of people hear people like gary v and people like that saying you should go work for a mentor for free and stuff like that do you i know i know it was valuable but valuable to you obviously Right. Um, do you think that that's a, a vital step in the process or do you think you can find other ways of getting that same kind of, um, you, you, mentorship? you can, yeah, for sure. You, you, there's always other ways, but at the end of the day, why do you buy an online program? Like why is an individual listening to this podcast? Right. Um, it's advice, it's knowledge, it's mentorship. So yeah. I think it comes down to self-awareness. Um, you know, the reason why that was so valuable to me was because I was like directly with him, like at 17 years old, I remember being in the room, like I talk about this all the time because it was such an impactful moment for me. I uh, was watching him close a San Diego tourist association that's in charge of SeaWorld and all these different like massive things, bringing money into the city of San Diego, watched him close that, which, uh, you know, those are just lessons and experience that I could never have gotten on my own. 
that broke limiting beliefs that a lot of people when they're first starting have of, you know, asking a business owner for money, right? It, it can be yeah. like a weird scenario and people struggle yeah. with that. And so definitely going and working at that company, not only, you know, gave me the confidence, but it also gave me the knowledge because I was able to work on big kind of clients where an individual would be, uh, you know, it'd be stressful with almost like training wheels, right? Like kind of like a fail free type of environment. Yeah. And it helped me tremendously. Also opened up my network, built my brand to whenever I did go off on my own, I was able to hit the ground running. That yeah. answers the question. So yeah. I yeah. think it is valuable, you know, like it, it's, it's, it makes it a lot easier if you can learn from an individual and follow their footsteps and let them help you. It's, mm -hmm one of the easiest ways that you can, you know, get a jump start. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like almost your, like your environment was like altered. Just like if, just like how important it is, like where you, how you grow up, like your family environment and stuff. It almost seems like that kind of planted a seed um, that individual planted a seed in you, especially yeah. in that moment. So I can remember, I can remember like certain moments in my life that you just like have like those very specific moments that you're just like, that's like there's something about that moment like the it light seems like that's what that is yeah yeah it's like a light bulb thing like another example is like like he pushed me out of my comfort zone so like now i do a lot of speaking uh right. a lot of video content uh and before i was not comfortable with that whatsoever and so yeah. he does a lot of keynotes and so that's why like we'd be traveling all over the place like we were on a plane like i don't even know every other week like I was never home but it's because you'd go and speak at these conferences and so I would be on like do the laptop and go through the slides while he would talk to the audience and so oh, so you literally you followed him around like everywhere everywhere yeah <laughs> like for over a year yeah it was crazy like I was just as he had like a a like he could always bring somebody on his tickets for free because he was a list member or whatever so mm -hmm. I just be around with him man and like one thing, this is just a small example of how a mentor can really help is like, I had a limiting belief. I was scared and nervous to like speak in front of people. Right. And so he asked me when we were in, we flew and did a big trip to um, Singapore and then we went to Hong Kong, Malaysia. Um, oh, wow. We're going to change to China. But the main reason we went there was because we were speaking in Singapore and he had asked me the day before, he's like, Hey, do you want to speak for a little bit tomorrow? And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll just do it. Right. And so we're up on stage and it's in the middle of him talking and I'm up there on this, I'm just, I just sit here and do the slides. Right. And he's like, Elliot, why don't you come up and share your story and then talk about <laughs> like the stuff we're doing, yeah. which I knew the material, but like in front of like three, 400 people, I can't expect you know, so I, it forced me out of my comfort zone to go up there and do it. And then after I was done, like I almost had this like crazy high, right? Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but you almost felt high. Yeah. And from then yeah. on started speaking and him pushing me basically like feeding me to the wolves, I guess you would say, uh, and making me get out of that comfort zone, like helped me grow tremendously as a person that has led to me now being comfortable speaking, making video, doing all these things, you know, that, that sounds, what was that? That is like helped my business grow. Oh, of course. Yeah. hundred percent. I, 
what like everything you just said basically feels feels to me like it felt when I was doing the first like sales calls that I was doing mm-hmm. like but I, the crazy thing is I had to like feed myself to the walls basically I could have I could have said I could have pulled my phone out and been like Hey Jessica, like I know, I know we had this thing time scheduled, and you consider that the fir- it, during the first parts of your journey. Like I've, I've, there's been so many times when I was first starting out where I was like, I should, should I just like postpone this so I can just like think about it some more, which <laughs> which would be stupid because it, it would be the same thing the next time that the the, the the appointment comes around. But you think about those things because you have, like you said, limiting beliefs that are just like lingering. I still have them now. Like I still have stuff that I have like second thoughts. Everyone has them, but like the, the amount of like the amount of growth that I've seen over the last like year in general is just insane because of the amounts, the the amount of uncomfortable situations that I've put myself in willingly knowing that I'm going to make myself, I'm going to, I'm going to look like an idiot. Right. Cause either either way, I'm gonna have to I have to look like an idiot to somebody to to get past that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's like like Gary Vee says it all the time, and it's real. I mean, sometimes he says it in like kind of crazy ways, in my opinion. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, like he's like, I love to lose. Like I don't like to lose, but yeah. I'm willing to take the risk and be okay with losing because all it right. is is feedback loops, right? Uh, yeah. If you ever, <clears throat> then there's no way you can ever make a basket. It's just what are the inputs and then outputs. So if we start doing these sales calls and it sucks, like you just keep going and get better and you get more comfortable, right? Like yeah. working with the students, that was the biggest thing uh, that everyone struggled with was actually talking to the business owner, right? Or having those sales calls because they would get so nervous to where you know, it make it hard. Like if you go into a conversation and you're nervous, you're not confident in yourself with the business owner, there's no possible way right. that they're going to be confident in your ability to produce the result. So yeah, you just make those calls and start to get comfortable and understand your value for it to work, you know? Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't believe that you can deliver on those results, that makes it even harder, which is a problem that I, that I've struggled with in the past as well. But like you said, like, if you, if, I think it's inevitable that someone goes through that though. Like it's, it's just, it's just, I think it's a part of that journey. I've, I've gotten to the point now where like I went, I met one of my clients at Starbucks and I signed a deal at Starbucks. Yeah. Like he signed it. I was just like, here's a computer. He went, that was my biggest deal so far. And it was just like, I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like, and I, you remember the one, the one, uh, the one recorded call I had with those like two, those two chicks. <laughs> when oh, I was yeah. just like, and yeah. I, that was like the worst one, or one of the worst ones. And they were just like, well, "What about this? What about that?" And I'm just sitting there like sweating my ass off, dude. I'm just right. sweating my ass off. You know, this this kid that's that's like new to sales and you know has limiting beliefs, and these two these two twins are on are on these two twin business owners are on a call with you and you're just like, fucking get me out of this shit. Yeah. It makes but, it hard because a lot of business owners are, you know, like they're very straight to the point. They can read that stuff because of, of that experience, you know? Yeah. Whenever you're uncomfortable, you can't really think right. Cause what's happening normally is 
you're in your head too much instead of just listening. Like that's the thing is everyone says just listen, but like actually just listen. Um, because that, that's what happens is you start thinking, like you're thinking of what they're saying and then people get in their head, they're trying to think of their response instead of just doing it, you know, and mm-hmm. also being transparent and honest. I think that's one of the big things as well is like, like I've, I've, I've sold clients just by like a lot of times a client will come in, not like a prospect will come in and think they know what they need, but they really don't. And so some people will just be yes men because they're so attached to the sale. Right. And then we'll go into a call if someone thinks through like yes or no, like they think something. I've landed a client by just saying like, no, this is bullshit. Like, like you have it completely wrong. And I've had a client work with me just because you I said that. Yep. Because they like to be challenged. Right. Yes. So, they love that. They fucking love that. I, I've had that happen several times now and it's not even been like that long. They like to be, if you, if you say, Hey, that that's cool, but this is the way it should actually go and then show them why. And they're like, Oh shit, that makes sense. It's just like, they respect that. I think. Um, and even, even it happened yesterday. I did, I had a discovery call yesterday with a prospect who just wasn't ready uh, didn't have like the financial resources, wasn't ready. She, she had needed like more operational help first. I was like, yeah, like this is not a good fit yet. Um, you should definitely do that first. And then later on, it could definitely be a good fit. Um, and she respected that like so much. She was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Like that was like, most people would just try to like sell me anyway. And I was like, yeah, that's just not how I roll. That's just not good for either party because it's not going to work either way. So and then just having that confidence, like now it's very, very likely that she'll come back later um, to me, not even me reaching out to come back to me like, hey, I had this whole thing going on. Um, I'm ready. Can we, can, we, can we make this work now? And it's just like that, that honesty, that transparency, that, um, that good intention, I think is like also super powerful in that. And that's something like, I, that's not, one of the biggest things I've learned in this journey that, that I've gone through. Yeah, no, it's 100%. It's like, I mean, your that, that's important. It's like never take on somebody who you don't think you can help because it won't end right. well, like you just said. It can't like, end well. It's ways, like the first step is you need to have a really good product or a really good service offer, right? Like that's the main thing. If you don't have that, you're not even going to really be able to play the game to full capacity. Yeah. The next thing is like taking care of your customers, and because most of the reason connected's grown is because of word of mouth, which word of mouth is the most powerful form of marketing. We haven't spent $1 on Facebook ads because we haven't had to right. Right? We haven't spend any money on paid media, nothing like that. But our, like we're having to actively scale because we can't even like, we can't even handle right now the amount of calls and like people who just inbound leads that just want to be in connected. It's right. Because- Word of mouth is so much more powerful. And then our customers then become actual affiliates and salespeople because they love it so much. So it's like a triple and a compounding effect, you know? Mm. So, yeah. And, yeah. And like one other thing going back to confidence, because this is something we've been learning is we're building a sales team right now. And one of the things that happens is if an individual comes on and they do a lot of calls and things and they're like not seeing, like they're not closing deals right? Like that's, that's hard for them. It's called like getting wins under their belt. 
So like, uh, right. like, he's like our main sales guy, like he is, we have, he has like a 60 to 70% closing rate. Right. But he closes so much that he goes into any kind of call that he gets and he just automatically thinks he's going to close it. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like confidence. Yeah. Whenever you go into a call thinking you're going to close it, it normally happens. Yeah. If you actually believe that you're going to close it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's just so true. That's something that, and it's hard, it's hard to like tell someone that because like from their perspective, like when you were telling, when you kept telling me that and telling me that and telling me that, like, it's almost like you understand it, but it's just like, you need to like go through some shit to really feel that way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it's just like, <laughs> that's one of the biggest things that like, um, like I, I commend and I, like, I follow everything you do, bro. Like, I love it. You know, like you're actually like out of a lot of the students, like there are other ones, but most people will come in and take the, like go through the material, uh, but then never take action. Like they, they don't like, it's just great. Like people think that things just happen overnight, which I think is a lot of the marketing and the messaging uh, people are putting in those heads, right? They try social media marketing, they go through this course, they do a couple calls, they don't close, like, screw this, I'm going to do drop shipping. Then they buy another course and they just go into this. It's the same shit. It's just, it's just the same, you know, like I've been doing this since high, like close to going on four years and some change now, you know what I'm saying? And really these last two years, it took two years for me to even really start to see the fruits of it. And then every year it's gotten better because right. it's evolving. Um, you know, you got to be willing to put in that work and, one step in front of the other because those you know different lessons you learn about the time you know yeah it's it's like and i I, i'm not going to say like everyone that listens to this podcast is an entrepreneur because it's not it's not the truth which is fine but like for those of you who want to be entrepreneurs those of you who want to do your own thing and stuff like take it from me like when i say this it's like you you're like oh yes i'm going to do this you're like, Ooh, like the shiny object. Right. And you're like, Oh, it's a proven business model. It's been done by so many people. And then you get into the game and the game's like 10 times harder than you've ever thought it would be. And that's like how any new venture I've ever jumped into. It's always been the same thing. It's always, it's oh, there's always shit that just pops out of the woodwork and just like, no, 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 no you have to go through me first and you just got to fucking punch it in the face and keep you on. And, um, I don't know. I think, and by the way, Elliot, I, I don't know if you know, but, um, I've had like several of the students like hit me up. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the people that like, you're like other people that, you know, um, that were on the calls with us and stuff. They're like, yo bro, like, how are you doing this? I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just fucking working, man. Got to be I'm able just, to put in the work. Like you're just doing things, dude. That's, that's yeah. the thing. I, I commend to what you're doing. And it's, Thank you, bro. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, it's, it's crazy. Like I, my whole mindset in terms of investing in myself has changed. Like I, I had a choice to throw a pretty good lump of money into the stock market this past couple of weeks before it came back up. And I was just like, I'd rather like invest that money in myself because you need income to be able to really invest in anything. And if I invest in myself first, then I'll have way more money to invest in all those things anyway. So it's like, it's, it's, 
I did. I, it's crazy. Like how much my perspective on like money has changed in the last like year. Um, like I've, <laughs> I invested in the, in the program with you and we went through that and then I invested some more with you and that was cool. And I learned a lot more and then I dropped like a bunch of money on another coach in like February and like, just like, it's, it's like almost like the, the money that you, that you invest just because the fact that you're, you're, you're consciously investing it in yourself brings it back like that much faster. Yeah. Like even if it's like a crappy coach and you're like, yeah, I'm going to pay you $10,000. That just means that you value yourself at that amount of money, which means that it's going to come back anyway. Exactly. I think like once people can realize that money is just a tool, yeah. uh, like your perspective changes 100%. You know, this is something that I've always like thought about is how do you ever expect a client to pay you money for your services if yep. you're not going to pay for exactly for yourself, you know, like how are you right. going to, that's why the first thing I'll, I'll invest now is in, is a business coach because, because if I want someone to, to, to spend $10,000 with me, I need to be willing to at least spend $10,000 on myself because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it, it literally doesn't make any sense. If I'm asking someone, okay, if you want to do this, this, and this with me, uh, it's going to be $10,000. And in the back of your mind, you just don't value yourself enough to even say it with like conviction. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's like, it's almost like if you just start, sacrificing certain things to like feed yourself and like just put it back into the system and like really feed the system it's just like i don't know how to describe it it's just the like whole perspective changes yeah it's like the compound effect man it's it's a small seemingly insignificant choices that you make every day or what compound in life you want to live yes. those youtube videos that i watched back in high school really are what compounded into right what's happening right now but people don't see that right right like it, it's really those small choices like that book you read right you might not read that book and a month later go and make a million dollars but lessons in that book opened up your mind added just different thought patterns that made you buy another book and then actually opened up the door to invest in a coach yeah. that led and compounded into you running this multi-million dollar business so it's those small things that people don't see. And it's, if you can just be in a growth mindset and continue like, how can I make myself better every single day? It's just like 1%. How can I be 1% better every day? Those things are going to compound, man. Yeah. That's what the podcast is about, right? Growth complex is just the, the mindset every single day that you wake up with that you want to expand, you want to grow, you want to be fulfilled by knowing that there is something more that you can provide to not only like the people that are important to you, but like the, the world, right? Like I, I, it just scares me. One of the biggest fears I've always had Elliot was not, not like dying, but like dying, just like, like not, like not being satisfied with anything that I've done. So like, that's one of the things that really drives me. Cause it, you and I are very similar in, in our stories. Right. And I think, you know, that like we've, we've both had some, some shit happen. And, um, I think that has a little bit to do with like that starting 
point, right? And I and I I nowadays when I'm doing these things, I, I have flashes back to the moment when I'm when I pay the guy twenty dollars down down the street to like mow his lawn, <laughs> and like and while I was building up to this point, I don't even remember those things until now. And it's like, oh shit, like I was doing those like little things. I did I did try to uh, you know sell clothing when I was in when I was in high school or you know, I, I was doing all these things when I first got to college to like make money. And it's just like, you don't realize how powerful those little things are until they all get squashed into this, like, it's like fear that you're like you have in your hand and you're like, holy shit. It's like this, it's like, it's here. Yeah. You're just like, honestly, it's like that. Like some yeah. happens all the time, you know, months go by and then you find like one day you just like hit a point or some event happens or like, you know, like honestly with connected's done that to me recently i'm like holy cow like how did this happen you know it's just right. yeah effective and like one thing that uh, has helped me because uh, like my for me like my one thing i struggle with is like my brain never turns off and so like i have a hard time <laughs> just like take a step back and just like okay you know, I'm always like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's keep going. Like next thing, next thing, next thing, instead of like enjoying the moment that you're in. Right. I, yeah. One thing that I've tried to do is like every day, you know, like I'm, you know, like my faith plays a big part in my life, you know, so I start every day and I try to just be grateful and just gratitude, you know, for where I'm at. Like the small things, no matter where you're in life, like if you can be grateful where you are, it's really important. You know, don't get stuck in the mindset is I'll be happy when it's boom. There you go, dude. Perfect. Every day, baby. If you don't have a journal. I got one. It's just in the other room. <laughs> Journals are huge, man. Um, you know, like, but gratitude is huge. It's hard to have stress and anxiety whenever you just sit there and start to be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, if you, if you just look at, people who do cool things or at least are pushing to do cool things like almost all of them do shit like that man they all have they all write shit down they all they all you know most of them read except for some unicorns you know they all wake up with the growth complex right um by the way um yeah for everyone listening i mean there's not a whole lot of you yet but this shit's turning into a brand. Like at some point, whether whether it's you know next couple of years or if it's in five years when after we got the big boys on this podcast, like uh, like we're gonna have like GC growth complex fucking clothing and shit. It's just like it's, a, it's an identity, right, Elliot? You know, like in marketing, obviously, like people buy shit because of the identity, the image that they want to portray, like the growth mindset is something that a lot of people wake up. A lot of people fortune, thank God, a lot of people do wake up and, and think, and think that this way, especially nowadays, which is great. And like, it's just like something that I'm super passionate about. And it's something that, you know, especially, you know, ever since I met you and the people that I've invested in since then and the people I've met and now the fact that I'm mentoring other people and stuff like that, it's just like, it's number one, it's king. You know, because yeah. without it, without, without that, without that fire, every, every, that like little, uh, the switch that turns on when, when you wait, when you open your eyes, without that, it's just like nothing else is there. Exactly. And it can be hard, you know, like, especially in, 
I mean, I think a lot, I mean, mental health is just one of the really big things. You know, I think honestly, like a majority of people don't, you know, um, so at like tactical things people can do that's like helped me is like your environment, who you surround yourself with. You know, a lot right. of the reason buy or invest in these programs I, is to build that relationship, right? Um, because who you surround, like just like the cliche saying, the five closest people around you, like you're a spinning image of them, right? So if you can surround yourself with those types of people, then it becomes your new norm. Uh, so that's really what I would say is like, and then I was going somewhere else with this. What was I going to say? Um, oh, one thing, this is like specifically about entrepreneurship. It kind of makes me laugh a lot of times is like, like people, entrepreneurship's very glamorized. They think that you're just yeah. going to make a lot of money and you'll be rich. And you know, like whenever you first start a business, you first get that course. It's just so exciting. You're just like, let's go. You know, you're like freaking grind working all night. You're just going through this course, writing all this stuff. Um, you know, and then months go by and you know, you're doing sales calls. So you've done 30 or 40, uh, and you have problems. They're just not, not signing up and you're discouraged. You're like, Holy cow. Like I just, you know, I'm still working this job that I hate. I'm making no money. I'm starting to surround myself with these people who are killing it. So like it starts to be like, Oh, what am I doing wrong? And then the self belief comes in, then you don't go and do it, you know? So it's important to have those people that are in your life and that will help you because entrepreneurship is very hard. It can be very lonely, you know, very so lonely. Really yeah. what you do when you don't feel motivated whenever you are down because everyone is there, uh, you know, that really is what's going to determine what you do. You keep pushing forward. Um, Cause like for me, one thing that I find is, you know, I, I struggle with it. I think everyone struggles with it. Like I'll wake up, you know, and if, if I don't feel like doing things or I'm just kind of feeling down or just feeling like bad, like going for a run helps. Or, you know, when you don't want to work, if you just push through and do it by the end of that day, you're going to be on such a big high because you just like, it's crazy how it works. But if you don't want to do it, just force yourself to do it because afterwards you're going to feel a million times better. Yeah. Then that's going to re kickstart. It's like building. That's why you say focus on 1% better because the compound and momentum, it just will spiral out of control. And then it's just, it just helps you so much. Yeah. That's what, that's one thing that I, I, um, kind of was talking to my, my lead gen guy this past week, a bunch, because it's super important. Like the, like you kind of touched on it, but like the flywheel of like thought impulse action, uh, to have the feeling. And then that feeling creates another thought impulse, which kind of creates momentum. So, so, uh, the thought impulse create, cre you know, causes you to, uh, take an action, the action creates an outcome, that outcome creates a feeling and that feeling, that emotion creates another thought impulse. So like, if you don't have those thought impulses, what you need to do is force yourself to do so that that have that result then has that, that emotion, which then starts the flywheel, which is why morning routines are so, so important in, 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 in just taking action anyway. Exactly. And also like triggers, like for instance, um, whenever I start working, I light candles. Mm. So what this candle does is I have associated this candle in my brain with working, right? So whenever I light the candle, my brain automatically is triggered because we're, 
I don't know how to, I don't know the actual scientific thing, but like that, that actually triggers my, me to want to focus. It's weird how it works. So if you can just start to build like a trigger of some kind, like whenever you, like for instance, my buddy Trey, he lights incense, right? Trey so Cockrum? Yeah. So like the smell of the incense, he's groomed and, um, gosh, what's the freaking word? His association with it? I yeah, no, there's like some like science, there's some, some long word to it. Anyways, but anytime he starts to smell that incense, his brain naturally goes into work mode. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your, um, <clears throat> Alex Hinkle told me to do that shit. And from social X, he told me to have like those little triggers, but like what, what, when you started doing that, what did you, how did you start that process? Cause I've, I've tried, I've done a couple things to start that, but it didn't like, it didn't like fall into the groove. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, number one, just have that, have your morning routine. Like for me, honestly, like my day is just not worked out well. If I break my morning routine, if just one thing happens wrong, it, I see my day being not productive, honestly. Like yeah. if I don't, that's just facts. That is facts. facts. And, um, really it, it, it just, it takes time. It's not just immediately. It's just like making a mental note. Like every time you start working, turn, light the candle. Right. And it took weeks for that to happen. But now once I light the candle, it's kind of crazy. It almost gives me like an energy boost. Like I'm just ready. I'm laser focused. Okay. Nothing. Right. Else, no distractions. And then I just get stuff done. So I would mm -hmm. just pick one of those things, uh, like smells, visual, like smells are a really big one. Cause it's, you know, yeah. candle smell like almost like calms me and stuff like essential oils. There's lots of things you can do, but smells really big. Mm. It's like a really big thing to use for that. Yeah. Maybe even like just starting the work, the work off, like with like the same song every day, some shit like that. Right. Like, yeah. Jamming out to the same song at the start. That's cool, man. I don't want to, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I appreciate you coming on and yeah. um, giving your perspective on all this stuff. It's definitely yeah. a, it's definitely a, uh, a different, different version because of, because of everything that uh, we did together back, you know, over, over, over the uh, past couple or past, not a couple of months, but past like eight months or whatever. But um, yeah, man, it's super, super motivating to see someone as young as you who's making connections and building a, a, an awesome business that's helping a lot of people make more money and, and it's just you know, <laughs> lead flow. Start a clothing brand from it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing, are you going to do e-commerce with that? Are you going to like have a website just for that or just on the connected, I guess uh, on the connected site? I have it on there where people can buy them and because it's honestly, we just, we just like, we like being creative. So like for fun, like, you know, Brandon and I will just make clothes. Yeah stuff like that and yeah for sure to our clients it's just like another way to start to build our tribe you know oh yeah so whenever people come on we're going to start sending them like a cool shirt or a hat oh yeah it's like that that actually look cool so they wear it so it's almost like double marketing and plus they yeah. the community also it helps with perceived value it's it's gonna help it all it all matters those little 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 minuscule seemingly minuscule things will matter to those people Exactly. It's like, it's like when you send some, it's like when you call someone out of the blue and you're like, Hey, how are you? Just want to check in. People exactly. care about that shit. Yeah. That's one thing. Like I learned from, uh, one of my mentors is like influencer generation machine. It's, um, it's like he has a whole process for it, but like what we would do with every client is we would make face socks 
So like they would come on and become a client. We would take their profile and put their face on socks and send them to them in the mail. So it was like funny, just like, you know, they get it in the mail and they're like, holy cow, like this is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's and funny. They actually build the relationship with the customer a lot differently than, you know, for retention too. Exactly. That's sick. Well, do you, what, what is like the last, if you're to say one more thing to people who are like someone like 20 year old, 20 years, 20 years old, um, still in college, getting ready to, to head on out of college and doesn't really know what the hell they want to do, but they know, they know that they, they have, they have enough awareness to be like, this is kind of where I want to be mentally. I feel like I have something more to, to achieve. Like what, what's the one thing you would say to that individual? Um, I would say number one is like, don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, you know, I think a lot of the time, especially at that age, uh, you know, it's easy to be hard on yourself. You start to worry or have stress, you know, like for instance, it's like you said, like watching me is motivating, right? Like everybody's at different levels. Everybody's why and story is different. Nobody is better than anybody else's, whether you come from a family, lots of money and you've been given everything so you haven't had hardship or you know the individual who has to struggle and is building himself up you know it doesn't right. be willing to take risks because right now we have so much time and just action you know just just try things man just connect with people build relationships find ways to offer value in the marketplace because that's really all that matters everything just comes down to value whether you're you're dating an, a girl right like a girl wants to date you because there's some, you date an individual because there's some sort of value exchange here, right? right. It's about that. And so if you're wanting to start a business, that value exchange comes from some type of offers, you know, product, whatever it is. So focus on how can I add value to the marketplace and find different ways to do that and to start testing it. And, you know, you'll be, you'll be well on your way, you know, just do the obvious things, like keep investing in yourself, read books, like, you know, just keep growing because those are what's going to actually open up your mind and allow you to see where you want to go with what you're doing. Make Love sense? that. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Dude, I appreciate you coming on. And, um, we, uh, if, where can everyone find you um, on like Insta and everything? Yeah. So, I mean, Instagram is just Elliot Drake, E-L-L-I-O-T, Drake, like the rapper underscore. Um, <laughs> I always that. Uh, YouTube, if you want to see some like training videos on like marketing stuff. Just That's where I first found you, bro. YouTube. Go yeah. watch his YouTube videos, guys. YouTube or, um, you know, it's really Elliot Drake across all social media. But Instagram, if you DM me, that's probably the easiest place to find me. Sick. Well, what was that? Yeah, like Instagram is probably the best place to DM me. To oh, yeah. Got you, got you. Well, man, we really appreciate it again and uh, hope you keep killing it with Connected, man. Likewise. Thanks, Nick.